runs a website called The Black Bookie, which is very cool. We've got to stop by and check that out. And his slogan is, and I haven't hit this before, but I get it this time. This is the best one. His slogan is, if you snooze, you lose. And it is indeed, if that is the case, there are only so many money making opportunities to be had. And he's going to tell you where they all are. It's the one and only Black Bookie. It's Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, how are you today? Good evening, America. Welcome to the Snooze Lose podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Joe. This is a sports and a sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be win together, lose together. Thank you for joining us for another week on Millions. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Follow us on all social media platforms at The Black Bookie. New listeners, old listeners, you know how we rock. We don't try and take up too much of your time. Big Monday night football game going on tonight. So let's get right into it. I appreciate you all that are here joining me for another week. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's keep this growing. That's the plan to stick to this every Mondays. So set your calendar Monday, 7 p.m. I'll be here. Football will be, you know, kick it with me for a little bit. And then the NFL Monday night game will be right around the corner. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about our plays. We're going to talk about what happened on the Sunday games, the Thursday night games. Baseball is still here. Uh, the NBA and NHL will be here before you know it. We got some U.S. Open to talk about. So a lot to get into. Let's dive right into it. Bills Jets tonight at MetLife. Line right now sitting at Buffalo minus two and a half. I stayed away. I stayed away from this game. I'm going to sit back and watch and see. We're all going to find out. It's early. I know it's only week one, but we're going to find out. Is the hype real? We're going to find out is the hype real with the New York Jets. Um. Because they're all the pressures on them. There's not a single ounce of pressure on the Buffalo Bills tonight. There's no pressure on the Bills. All the pressure is on the New York Jets. And I was actually at an engagement party this weekend in Long Island talking to a lot of Jet fans. They're nervous. They're nervous because they know the pressure is on. And the thing I was saying to them is this thing could snowball fast. It can snowball fast because the expectations are high. What rhymes with Jets? Mets. And that's exactly what happened with the New York Mets. Expectations were high. And the team absolutely crumbled. They folded. And the same thing here for the Jets. Not saying it will be the same outcome. But that's the same expectations coming into the season. The New York Mets had. The New York Jets had the same thing. Also being on hard knocks. We know the numbers there. Hard Knocks is like the Madden curse. Seven out of 20 teams that have been on Hard Knocks have only made the playoffs. Seven out of 20. And only one team that's been on Hard Knocks has actually made the conference championship. And that was actually the 2010 New York Jets. So the pressure's already on. We know how this can go. They also don't have an easy schedule. There's a lot of pressure. I saw comments already on about this game being a must win. They're talking about this game is a must-win for the Jets already tonight. They're nervous. Jet fans are nervous. You have to start this season off right with your schedule, with the New York media, with the expectations. Also, I talked about this before on previous shows. We know what a stud Aaron Rodgers is. One of the best quarterbacks of all time. Still one of the best in the league. He's a difference maker. But he's a little bit of a diva. He has a little bit of an attitude. He can be a little bit difficult. 
So if things aren't going well and this team isn't winning games and he has to deal with that media and deal with that pressure and show up on Pat McAfee's show on Tuesdays and all this other stuff, that stuff adds up. It trickles down. It, it, it adds up. There has been reports. It's not no secret, too, that the Jets have offensive line issues. How good will the running game be? Listen, we know how good the defense is going to be. The defense will keep you in games all year. We saw that last year. They just didn't have a quarterback. We know how good the defense is. But Aaron Rodgers still needs to be held upright. He needs to be protected. You are going to need to run the ball. You're playing a Bills defense that is also very stingy tonight. It's going to be a battle. The pressure is all on New York. The Bills can come in here, win this game, lose this game. It really doesn't matter. Let's look at the Jets' first six games. Bills, Cowboys, the Pats at home, the Chiefs at home, Denver, and then Philly. Not a single one of those games are easy. Maybe Denver? I would say that's probably your easiest game out of that. You can never count out Belichick in New England. You do get them at home. The Chiefs, Kelsey should be back by then. Uh, we also saw, saw the holdout in today with Chris Jones. The Chiefs are going to have him. Philly's obviously no slouch. We saw what the Cowboys' defense can do as well yesterday. That schedule is not a cakewalk. Those are their first three, uh, six games before week seven they get a bye. It's not going to be easy. This game is important. Will I say must win? I don't know if I would go that far, but the pressure's all on the Jets. I think this game's going to be a dogfight. It was raining earlier. It's going to be a little wet. I stayed away from the line itself, the minus two and a half, but I do got some pizza money on the under. I don't think either one of these teams are going to come and light it up. And if they do, I could see the Bills with the weather and how their team has played together longer. The Jets offense might need a week or so to get things going, to get things clicking. I know we've seen clips and it's looked good in practice and it's looked good on hard knocks, but it's still got to trans transfer over onto the field. So obviously Bills have more camaraderie. I like Buffalo. If anyone's going to score more to be the Bills tonight, no pressure on them. Josh Allen also looking to get some revenge, losing in MetLife last year. I was at that game. Uh, he's looking to come and stick it to the Jets. This is a vision game as well, too. And with how stacked that AFC East is, every game matters. The Dolphins are clearly no slouch. My one thing with the Dolphins always comes down to two is health. If he's healthy, they got a shot. But if not, we saw how things happened with them last year. So I do like the under. I got a little pizza money on that. If you guys join us on the chat or on YouTube, throw your best plays into the, uh, to the chat. I'll be able to see it on millions. If you write it on YouTube, unfortunately, I won't be able to see it. I don't have that window open. But if you uh, sign up on Millions, make an account. It takes two seconds. You need an email. I can see your questions and comments in the chat. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, share the stream. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If you are watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. But these first six games are tough. They're, they're brutal. A lot of pressure on New York tonight. It's going to be an exciting game. I'm, I'm wishing them the best because I know, I know Jeff fans can't take it. I know they can't take it. They're expecting A-Rod to come in here and get them to the promised land. But it's not going to be easy. And especially if it is true how weak that offensive line is, especially a game like tonight, it's going to show. Von Miller isn't playing, but there's still plenty of other helmets on that Buffalo's defense that gets after it. 
very top tier secondary. This build team is good. Yeah, this is a AFC contender as well. So it's only week one. To, yes, it's a measuring stick, but I think this offense will get better as time goes along. The problem is, repeating myself, with how tough their schedule is, they don't have a lot of time to get it going. It's got to get going and it's got to get going fast because they could start off one and five real quick, real quick. I think, yes, I think they, they beat the pass. You get that game at home. So you're two and four, but like I said, Philly's no slouch. Cowboys are no slouch. Chiefs are going to be a tough one. Thank goodness you do get them at home. You don't have to go to Arrowhead. I think you beat Denver. You beat New England. And we'll see what happens tonight. Big, big game tonight. Keeping it New York, though. Man. There's losing. And then there's getting your ass kicked. And the New York Giants got their ass kicked last night. 40 to nothing against the Cowboys. I stopped watching. After, I think, 19 nothing, I turned it off. There was nothing else to see. You could just tell by body language and look on the players' faces. It was over. The Giants were not. I didn't think it was going to get 40 to nothing ugly, but you could tell the game was over. Once that play, uh, obviously, to start it off, the block, the block field goal, and then the Saquon fumble, once those happen, you can just tell by the body language that this team was it was cooked. And this is another team where the expectations, I think, were all set on themselves. I, I don't think many people expected the Giants to come in this year and be a juggernaut. You have a great head coach, without a doubt. I still think Daniel Jones is goofy as hell. You paid him because he did improve. He did cut down on the turnovers. He did cut down on the fumbles. He did improve. He had a heck of a season. Uh, he won a playoff game. He did deserve his money. But I don't think he's a stud. I don't think he's a star. You had the contract issues with Saquon. You were able to get him a one-year deal for him to come back. I think he is a stud. He's worth his money. But when, you, when you're trailing by so much, he can't help. Yeah, you you down three scores early, you got to start throwing the ball. Let, let's look at what the Giants accomplished last night. I got this save. I hate the way uh, Instagram works, by the way, too. I had posted that we were live, and it takes a minute. You have to keep Instagram open for it to upload. It's so stupid. So if it doesn't upload, it doesn't upload. But let's take a look. Let me go to my photos real quick. What the Giants accomplished last night. No team has ever. Lost 40 or nothing or worse. Lost the sack battle 7 or 0 or worse. Lost the turnover battle 3-0 or worse. Had a blocked field goal return for a touchdown. Threw a pick 6 in the same season. Two, four. Those five things have never been done by a team in the same year. They did it all in one game. Lost 40 nothing. Was sacked seven times. Didn't record a sack. Had three turnovers. Didn't record a turnover. Had a blocked field goal return for a touchdown. And threw a pick six. Jesus. Jesus. That, that's all you can say. Jesus. I mean, once again, a team, too, where 
it ain't getting much easier after this. You do get the Cardinals at home. Uh, actually, no, you actually have to go to Arizona. Get the Cardinals on the road. Again, we should be able to win. Cardinals, like we talked about, uh, if you read our article for our pick yesterday, that did cash. Uh, Arizona's going to be one of the worst teams in the league, especially with no Kyle Murray. Joshua Dodds came in and said he didn't know half the players on the team uh, yesterday. So Cardinals are going to be terrible. Hopefully you bounce back and you beat the Cardinals. But then you got the 49ers, Seattle, Dolphins, the Bills, Washington, the Jets, Raiders, Cowboys, Washington, and Pats before you get a bye. I don't, I don't know a game they could win there besides the Arizona one. And I'm being honest. Obviously, we expect a better performance the next time you play the Cowboys, but you're going to have to go to Dallas. By then, you could be on a seven-game losing streak. I don't think you're beating San Fran. Seattle, all right, you get Seattle at home. You got a chance there. The Dolphins look like a juggernaut. I don't think you'll be able to keep up offensively. The Bills, you can't beat Buffalo. Washington, okay, you got a chance against the Commanders. The Jets, we'll see how they look after the first few weeks, but that's going to be a huge game for both teams. The Raiders, you have to go to Las Vegas for that one. You get the Cowboys in Dallas. You get Washington again. You'll probably split. You probably won't lose to them both. And then you get the Pats at home. Once again, a team with a brutal schedule where I don't think talent-wise are that good. And it's one game. I'm not overreacting. It is one game. And the Cowboys are flying around the field. But I didn't think I didn't think the Giants were that great last year. And they kind of went under the radar. They surprised a lot of people. They surprised Vegas a lot. I talked about this with my buddy and a few times on the show. I don't think any team was disrespected more against the spread than the New York Giants. I mean, the Giants were dogs almost every week. And it was insane. They just kept running the table, especially on the road. Like I said, Daniel Jones did deserve to get paid. He improved. He cut down on turnovers. He won a playoff game. Got the, got them to the playoffs. Won a playoff game on the road. I don't think he's that guy. I don't think he's that guy. He's, it's, it's, it's a lot of work to do in New York. There's a lot of work to do. And, and a, you ain't better than Philly. It's only one game to go off of, but you ain't better than Dallas. It gets tough to get in after that. I don't think three teams are getting in after that. I don't think it's going to be like last year. I don't see three teams coming out that division. And you'd have to think the commanders are going to be better as well, too. I mean, they played Arizona. They got Sam Howell going on out there. He looked okay. They were able to move the ball, but it's the Cardinals, so we can't put any stock into that. But I don't think three teams are going to make it from that division again like last year. Brock Purdy. Hushing up all the non-believers. Looking great after that elbow surgery. And I couldn't believe for the life of me how much love the Steelers were getting on the spread. Over 77% of the bets were on Pittsburgh. I saw people taking Pittsburgh straight up. Money line, putting them in teasers. And I couldn't figure out for the life of me why. And I know, yeah, it's easy to say that here, but I can show you text messages. I said it when the game started. I would, it was seven nothing out the gate. And I was like, I don't know why so many people were so high on the Steelers covering this game at home. 
The 49ers are a juggernaut. They are a juggernaut. They clearly made the right move at quarterback. Brock Purdy is the real deal, Mr. Irrelevant. 19 for 29, 222 yards, two TDs, making it look easy. And then the X factor, just because there's so many of them on the field, but handing the ball off to Christian McCaffrey with all the weapons that they have at wide receiver, it's a cheat code. It's a cheat code. 22 carries, 152 yards, one touchdown. It's a cheat code. It's a cheat code for them. This team is destined to be in the NFC Championship once again, as long as everybody can stay healthy. They get after it on defense. Plenty of playmakers on defense. Too many people to cover on offense. A really good quarterback that clearly seems poised, too. We know he can win big games. Looks healthy after the elbow surgery. And if it comes down to Phillies, San Fran again, I don't – it's going to be tough to beat them again. You you know – I don't know if they play each other in the regular season. I didn't look at it, but – the next time they do, whether it's the regular season or the playoffs, you know San Fran's got that that highlighted on the calendar. They can't wait to get a chance to face Philly again. Can't wait. Salvating, hoping for a chance to face the Eagles again. And I don't know. It's tough to beat a team back-to-back like that, especially in the playoffs. I just think it's a cheat code. You look at that roster and the way it's put together – at literally at every position, Kittle, Samuel, McCaffrey, it, it's, it's a Madden team. It looks like somebody's playing a video game They're, or damn near a fantasy team. It's literally a cheat code. They are going to be a tough out. And the Eagles are good. I think they got a little, they got a little comfy yesterday after getting up, getting up on New England. But it was also on the road. And, the, and I think the Eagles are really good. They had an awesome draft. They're loaded as well. But the 49ers just look like that team. It's week one. I'm not overreacting. Pump the brakes. But on paper, they look like that team. They look like that team. I know one quarterback, though, that doesn't look like that guy. So yeah, you thought Daniel Jones played bad. Ryan Tannehill looked awful. Awful. He looked awful. 16 for 34, 198 yards, three picks. He started the game five for 14. And I don't know if Malik Willis is going to be that guy, but we need to find out. We need to find out sooner than later because Tannehill looked terrible. And it's not just about wins and losses. I'm okay with a guy having a good game and losing. Uh, It's a team sport. But so many minutes. The Saints should have got punched. I, you know, watching the games on red zone, every time they turned to it and showed Tennessee with the ball, it was just missed throwing short, throwing over receivers head wide open guys, just completely missing them. Another team saints, they got the chargers. We're going to look to get in the win column next week. Uh, after they had a tough loss against Miami, then you face the Browns who look like they're going to be more improved this year with Watson having a full off season with the team. You get the Bengals, obviously still have a good team. We'll get to what happened with them yesterday. The Colts, who rebuilding, but the defense still looks good. And then the Ravens. So not an easy schedule as well either before they're by. I don't know if Tannehill makes it to that Ravens game. I think he either, Willis, if they start off 0-3, 0-4, I think Willis gets the start. 
or he comes in mid game, or at least they're gonna. It has to be a discussion for him to take over after the bye because I just it just it didn't look good at all. It didn't look good at all. I'm all for a guy playing well and losing, but he didn't even play well. It the throws he missed is just inexcusable at that level. They're inexcusable. Yeah, are, are you gonna overshoot a guy here and there in the game? Yeah, but. To the point where you're starting five for 14, it, it's tough. it was tough to watch. I'm glad there weren't too many scoring opportunities for that game because it was tough to watch. It was tough to see the Titans run their offense. So I think a change has to be made sooner than later. I don't see them winning next week against the Chargers. Like I said, that game they do get that game at home, but the Chargers will be looking to get into the win column after dropping that game against Miami, get the Browns and the Bengals. Their best bet's going to be against the Colts. And that's going to be a dogfight against a team, like I said, rebuilding that still can play D. Still got Leonard out there, Buckner. They gave the Jags a tough uh, run for their money. The Jacksonville didn't really pull away till that late third, late in the third quarter. Um, so the, the Colts' defense is still a threat. And Anthony Richardson, for the love of God, before you turn into RG3, you better learn how to slide. You better learn this is not college and this is not high school. You are not bigger and stronger than everybody on the field. Those days are over. You are at the highest level of play that there is. You better learn how to slide. These guys are coming fast, they're coming hard, and they're coming often. You better learn how to slide. We saw he left the game early the with the bruise, with a knee bruise. He's getting it. You got to go down. Trevor Lawrence even came out after the game and said, hey, I, I like his game. He played well, but he's got to learn how to get down. And he better figure it out fast. You will be RG3 in a blink of an eye. You better learn how to slide. You can't just run dudes over anymore at this level. It's not a thing. Yeah, here and there, you get a safety one. You get a 5'8 cornerback, you and him one-on-one, sure. But you're not running over DNs and linebackers. This is not college. Learn how to slide before you will be bagging groceries. It's as simple as that. I appreciate everyone tuning in. If you're just now joining us, uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're watching us on Millions, tell a friend to tell a friend. We're going to be here every Monday, 7 o'clock. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. I appreciate you guys rocking with me before the game tonight. If you are just tuning in, like we said, the pressure tonight is all on the Jets. I'm not going must win, but they need to play really well. and They need to be in this game and have a chance to win. It can't be all Buffalo. The Jets need to come out, set the tone, play well. There's talks of O-line uh, concerns. We know it's going to take some time for that offense to click, even with how good Aaron Rodgers is. It doesn't happen overnight. We know about the hard knocks curse. So the Jets got to get it going tonight. Must must win. That I don't like using that. I don't want to say must win. They just need to play well. They, we just need to see that, okay, this team's going to be all right. They lose this game by a field goal. That's okay. But they got a brutal schedule, and they need to play well and set the tone. And you're building. We know Josh Allen's coming out for revenge. Lost last year in MetLife. Not looking to do it again. I have no horse in the race, but I do got some money on the under. Uh, let me know what plays you guys like tonight. But I do got a little bit of money on the under uh, 44 and a half.
Browns Bengals. See, this is a game. This is a game where you need to know the numbers and a little bit of the history so you don't overreact. Like if you watch that Cowboys Giants game, right? People overreact already, right? Some people ready to put the Cowboys in the damn Super Bowl. And a lot of people ready to put the Giants in the top four for the lottery. Browns, Bengals, the way that game looked, you have to know I'm not worried. Because Joe Burrow has terrible numbers against the Cleveland Browns. He can't beat them. He just they just is a team that has his number. Sometimes that's how it goes. Sometimes that's how it goes. He's one in five against the Browns in his career. They just have his number. He can't, he can't figure it out. So I'm not overreacting. It was an ugly game. The Browns home opener. The weather was terrible. It was raining. We know that team has had offensive line issues. He was sacked 70 times in 2021, 46 times in 2022. Two, only two times yesterday. So they, they got to keep him upright. We know he missed a lot of training camp with the knee bruise. Uh, or the calf issue, whatever. We know he was a leg injury. So don't overreact. Bengals fans, don't overreact. A good win for the Browns, though. Wait, a great way for them, for them to start their season, uh, like we briefly just touched on. Deshaun Watson now has a full offseason with his team. A lot of the chirping has died down about his off-the-field issues. So we'll see. I'm not, I'm not worried about the Bengals. I already told you guys in the first show, I still think it's Casey, the Bengals, and then the Jaguars. But I have the Jaguars being that sleeper to overthrow one of those teams, whoever it comes down to. Uh, I, I also wrote it in the article on Sunday for our Sunday pick, so I have to die on this hill until the season's over that Jacksonville is the team to come out the AFC. Uh, I'm going to die on this hill for the season. I'm not going to jump off. So they're my sleeper, and I'm still sticking with it. Um, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not panicking. I'm not worried about the Bengals. I'm not worried. Joe Burrow has never played the Browns well. One in five. It happened. Did it? Did we expect it to be that ugly? Of course. I don't know. But I'm not worried. Don't panic. It's just they have his number. One game I was wrong about that we talked about, Vikings-Bucks. Shout out to Baker Mayfield, man. You can say all you want about his game. We can scrutinize and criticize Baker's game all we want. But the one thing we can't ever do we can't come at Baker's heart. Baker's a warrior. He fights. He's not the best. He's a little cocky, a little arrogant. But he, he's a competitor. He comes out there and fight. He plays hard. He, he seems to get a well for the most get get along well with the most part in the locker room. We saw last year where he got dropped off at the Rams pretty much on a Tuesday. Had to play a Thursday night game, helped them win. Uh, this year with the Buccaneers, he gets the starting job in camp comes out, wins a game on the road that I didn't think they were going to win. My words exactly were, I'm going to take the Vikings because I'm going to take Kirk Cousins over Baker Mayfield until Baker proves me wrong. And he proved me wrong. And the Vikings definitely have some work to do because now Minnesota's got to play Philly on a short week of the Eagles' home opener on Thursday night. And I'm going Philly. Already lock sign me up because we already know Kirk Cousins woes with primetime games, 12 and 20 in primetime games. Um, 
you know, three first half turnovers yesterday for the Vikings at home. We know they lost some pieces in the offseason. Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. But credit to Baker. I did not think that the Buccaneers were coming to Minnesota and win that game. Uh, I, I was very surprised. Played well. I saw a clip where he took a shot uh, towards the end of the game to get a first down for the team. And I saw somebody, people tweeting it right away. Like, that's one thing you can't say. We could talk about his accuracy or whatever we want to talk about. We can never, ever, ever come out his competitiveness. Kids got hard. He fights. He wants, it seems that he wants to, that he cares. And he wants to do whatever he can to help a team win and to keep a job. It, it seems from, from the outside looking in, we could say, it seems like he at least cares. He, he's trying to do the best he can and stay an NFL quarterback for as long as he can. But Thursday night, Minnesota now, 0-1, has to head to Philly. Sign me up. Fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, I just, on a short week, you struggled against Baker and the Buccaneers. I think you're definitely probably going to struggle against Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly, game got a little closer than I wanted to. I actually did have the Eagles minus three yesterday. Uh, That game got a little closer than I wanted to. I literally saw they were up. What 14 nothing, 16 nothing. I dozed off. I woke up. It was 25-20 with the Pats marching. Um, I didn't see the the play. I think something was turned over or reversed, and they ended up holding on. But sometimes that's how it has to be too. Sometimes when you do have money on a game, it's sometimes best to not watch it. Some of the best sports bettors in the world don't watch the game. They they go to the window, they place the bet. And they go do something else. They go have dinner, spend time with their family, play golf, whatever, and then check it later. Like, oh, okay. Sometimes sitting there. I like to watch it for the most part because I want to analyze it. Was I wrong? Was I way off on this call? Or did something happen that I can't control where I know I was on the right side? Things just didn't go our way. And you also, you have to make sure that you're not making excuses, though. There's a difference. Like, if you took a game and – the team was blown out, you can't make the excuse for, oh, it was the refs or something like that. If there's a situation where there really is a, a bad call that really decides the game, I, I saw it in the Maryland game where they got a touchdown overturn that clearly should have been a touchdown. You know, if that's a situation where you had the first half under or, or to, you know, something like that, the first half over, and that play screwed you, that's when you know, okay, I was on the right side. I did look at this game right. The numbers didn't match up. My system didn't match up. We should have cashed that. That was literally a bad call that cost us. So there's a thin line. You have to be realistic with yourself. You have to know, okay, did we did we make the right call here? Were we off? Was something, you know, did something go wrong? Whatever. But a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people, uh, yeah, sometimes they don't even watch the game. So that was one of those situations where I really didn't even see any of it. Um, they were up 16 nothing or something like that. I thought we were in, the money was in the bag. And I woke up and I was like, oh, what the heck is going on? I saw New England marching, but held on. But I'm probably going to do another one of those teasers if you checked out the article. Make sure you guys check out those articles. Mostly every Sunday they're posted. Uh, I post them in my story on Instagram, but also you can find them on We Like Sports. Check them out as well, too. They got a show on Tuesdays. And like I posted on Twitter, I'm sure they have a lot to talk about with the Browns winning. They cover all Cleveland sports. So, they're going to have a lot to talk about. It's going to be a happy week for them talking about the Browns and 
their future and what's going next. So make sure you check them out. Check out those article plays. We're five and one in the last six plays that we posted those articles. So Sunday has been a good day to us. But I'm definitely adding the Eagles in my teaser uh, to beat the Vikings. Short week. The Vikings didn't look good. Kirk Cousins, terrible primetime record. Thursday night game. Philly home opener. Fly Eagles fly. Sign me up for Thursday night. Colorado, Nebraska, before we get out of here and get you guys ready for Monday Night Football, Colorado, Nebraska, we got to stop poking the bear. I sat right here in this chair and I said, I'm happy for Dion. I'm rooting for them. Colorado looked good. They took care of business against TC on the road. 20-point dog shut a lot of people up. But then with the line, the early line when we talked about it, was Nebraska was the favorite. And I said, well, with that line, I would have to take Nebraska because it would look like a trap for Vegas to bait everyone to take Colorado. And as the week went on, Colorado ended up being the favorite, went all the way to minus three. I ended up not touching it. I gave out the under, as I snooze lose pick on Saturday that did cash, under 57. And shit, that Colorado game looked like a Super Bowl with how many celebrities were out there. You had Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. taking private jets to pull up. The Wu-Tang Clan was in the building. They get more stars than Messi. It was insane. But we got to stop poking the bear. This Colorado team is clearly for real. Clearly for real. We, we keep poking the bear. We keep not believing. We keep doubting. <laughs> we keep saying negative things. It's only two wins, but they keep winning. They keep winning. So we got to zip it. And if you're the opposing team, you got to zip it too. I don't know what Nebraska was thinking. Matt Rule talking that bull crap, talking about, oh, they were just going to the to the center of the field to pray. There's a whole football field and your locker room. There's plenty of places for you to pray before the game. Prayer is very important. But you don't have to go to the team's logo, the opposing team's logo before the game and talking about you praying. We ain't buying it. After the game, yes, that makes sense. A lot of teams do that. They come together, get down on one knee, and pray. Absolutely. But before the game, we're not buying it. And that's why y'all got y'all ass kicked. Because the disrespect will not be tolerated. That's what they talk. The disrespect will not be tolerated. Colorado is not playing around. And we cashed on that under. And I I got nothing bad to say. I got nothing else to say. Like I said, that line when the line first came out, we talked about it on Monday. I had I had to lean Nebraska's way because it just seemed like a trap. But from Monday to Saturday, when it switched to that minus three in favor of Colorado, I backed off and I'm glad I did. Because they are not to be played with. The disrespect will not be televised, will not be tolerated. We went five and three on our picks. Uh, if you go to Bet Stamp, you won't see the complete five and three because I don't know how to log teasers on there. Um, but because we gave out a teaser on Sunday, but we did go five and three for plus 155. So very profitable week. Happy about that. Looking to start today off this week with a W. We got the Mets first five. Let's check in real quick. See how that game started off. It's in a rain delay. So see if they, the one thing about rain delays in baseball, I'm okay with as long as the game doesn't start. I hate, hate with a passion. When you take a game and it goes two, three innings and then it stops to the rain delay, that's the worst because then it's a pitching change 
and it killed momentum. So we're so I'm okay that the game didn't start yet. They probably will still get it in tonight. Um, but Mets first five is what we're on to start the week. Like we said, five and three last week, looking to keep it going. Um, I got money on the under tonight for the Monday night football game. Hope you guys cash whatever you got. And quickly to end it off, the U.S. Open, Djokovic gets his 24th Grand Slam, 36 years old. Watching him play against top-tier players, it just doesn't seem like he's slowing down anytime soon. I just, uh, It looks like he's going to play to 40 and, and still be one of the best. Now, there's one thing to still be playing. Like how Venus is still playing, but she's not good. This dude's playing and still winning Grand Slams. It's insane. And, of course, one of the happiest moments for me this weekend, like we talked about on this show and on the stream, make sure you guys sign up for the stream on kick. Um, we was taking Coco until the wheels fall off, and then they didn't fall off all the way to the finals. She cashed, brought us home the money, and it was so disrespectful. She was actually the dog on that Saturday game. She was the dog. Had her as the underdog. So disrespectful. Easy money. Lost that first set. Battled in the second set. Dominated in the third. Coco Golf, Novak Djokovic. It was a great tournament once again. Uh, no real glaring slams until the Australian Open in January. But that's it for me. If you like how we said, you know how we rock. We don't try to take too much of your time. The show, if you didn't catch it live, you can rewatch it. And it'll also be available on streaming platform. If you listen to it on streaming platform, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you follow, if you're watching on YouTube right now, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you join us on Millions, I appreciate it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Every Monday, 7 p.m., Mets first five. I don't think you'll be able to get it in, obviously, since it uh, is in a delay. I doubt the line's still up. Uh, we got the under in this game. I can't see outside right now, but I'm guessing it's still raining, too. So that makes me like it a little bit more. I think the Bills have the better running game, so they're going to try and run the clock. Keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline, plus two really good defenses. So I like that under 44 and a half. Gun to my head if I had to pick a team to win because so much pressure is on the Jets, so much expectation. I have to go with Buffalo to come in and try and take care of business. Like I said before, Josh Allen, get a little bit of revenge. Losing last year in MetLife, but no money on that for me. Just the under Mets first five, five and three last week. Make sure you guys tune in, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend, follow us on all social media platforms. We'll be back next Monday, same time, same place. In the words of the icon, Billy Walters, I've had some losing weeks, had some losing months, never had a losing year. Snooze Lose Podcast. Till next time.